0: Hello, welcome back. Uh, I, I have uh, quite a bit to talk about. So first is Dianne Feinstein is dead. Um, and I will say nothing further of that. Because I'm apparently on thin ice with YouTube. So about two months ago I recorded an episode where I showed... This clip... Did I link the clip? No, so I'm going to have to watch it. We're in the when podcast. they were just. So, this is a clip from my podcast about two months ago. So July 28th. Baiting the uh, Affordable Care Act with Blah, blah, Obama. blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Um, so, um, so here's her... Being asked to vote on a bill.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides eight hundred and twenty-three billion. That's an increase of twenty-six billion for the Department of Defense.
0: Now look, she's voting yes on a military budget bill. I forgot to swap over, but I mean, then not much is even going on anyway. She's sitting right here; you can barely even see her. So, uh, this is her voting on a bill in July, and the alarming thing that is right off the bat about this clip is that she has no idea what is going on. So, she's essentially being asked to vote on this bill. She thinks it's her being asked to put her argument forward for the bill. That's what it seems that she's uh, she thinks it is, so... Um. All right, I'm adjusting some stuff here.
2: Let's see. I'm trying to adjust
0: the noise gate so it's not dog ass cuz I had it disabled for the la- for the first couple minutes. So I'm not getting This is her attempting, I don't know why I'm even speaking in a podcast. This is her attempting to vote yes on a bill.
1: And the, it fund's priorities submitted yeah just say aye. okay
0: just i <laughs> um so a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a whoopsie there and that was in july that was like late july and uh here we are now in october i believe she died 2 days ago uh, as of me recording this so the day before she died she was voting on a bill. Uh let me see if I can find that.
2: Einstein voting on a bill day before death. Let me have, see if I can find this vote.
0: Footage of her casting Wait, there's footage? No way. Oh, man, that's kind of dark. I don't know if I'll even show it. Um, there's a picture. I, I I can show the picture. Damn, C-SPAN. What the fuck did you screenshot this with? <laughs> Christ, what is this? This is C-SPAN's picture. This is her voting the day before she died. Um, so, what was the bill on? Casting her final her final vote around lunchtime on Thursday, she's 90 years old, walking unassisted and waving just hours before she died. Okay, the article doesn't is the Daily Beast like right leaning or uh, left leaning? And by left, I mean Democrat. Um, because there, so I've seen a lot of articles do this after she died, where. They're, like, trying to gas her up. They're trying to, like, basically cover up the fact that she's been, like, a walking uh, just shell of a woman that she used to be. She's, like, basically on death's door for the last few years. Longer than that, to be fair. Uh, I've seen some articles that, like, literally can't find any pictures of her that look somewhat decent that... Uh, are, like, after 2014, <laughs> which is so upsetting. Like, um, she started to look her worst, honestly, around the start of the Trump presidency. But, um, yeah, all these articles try to make it sound like she was spry, running marathons, jogging on the track, getting her workout hours in, you know, filling in the filling in the circle on the Apple watch. They're making it sound like she was a top tier athlete by the time she went out. No dude, she had like, she for sure had dementia. Let's be fair. If not, then she had something very wrong with her mentally. And she's a lot slower. She's not as well spoken. She's kind of got the Joe Biden thing going on. Joe Biden's kind of like going down that path. It seems based on how he talks she she very much seems like she's going down that path. Um, she's voting in favor of a short-term spending bill intended to avert a government shutdown. She was escorted onto the Senate floor. Oh, so she wasn't walking unassisted. She was escorted. Oh, but then it's followed by but walking on her own power to cast her vote. They're trying too hard to make it sound like she wasn't struggling. They confirmed Friday morning that she died in D.C. on Thursday night. She died the same day as the vote. I thought it was like she died early that morning. She's hospitalized briefly in August after a fall. I didn't know that. So after the clip I just showed is when she was hospitalized. And... Uh, she's been dealing with oh, sorry, I lost my place, with complications from a serious bout of shingles. Oh, right. Where she was not in the Senate for like three months, and then she came back and looked significantly worse, and was acting super off. But, um... But yeah, um and you know other things about Diane Feinstein that are ridiculous outside of the fact that she was still in the Senate for 10 years too long, if anything 20 years too long. Uh she's she Yeah, cuz 20 years ago she was 70. So during the invasion of Iraq, she was 70 years old. So You know, the thing about that, she should have retired uh, in the early 2000s. I mean, she was literally the mayor of San Francisco when, like, my parents were children. Um, And not to say that she was a good mayor either. San Francisco is widely known as the gay capital of uh, California, if not the country. Um, It's kind of seen as like a safe haven for the LGBT community. If you're on the right, it's seen as homelessness central. But um I mean it can be both at the same time. Let's let's not act like there's not vast amounts of homeless people on the street there. But um she was a very mixed on LGBT issues mayor. She I don't even know if it was intentional. Probably just stupidly screwed up the Night Stalker case. Um, Those are just things off the top of my head. She was not a good mayor. She was a pretty decent senator. Um, I know she was with Bernie on the whole being against invading the Middle East for stupid-ass purposes. Um, I know she questioned UN inspectors... Of just being like, what did you find? Like, I know it's going to make us look bad, but like, what did you find? She also was a huge proponent of the assault weapons ban in the early 90s. Keep in mind, in her early 60s, during that, if, if not late 50s, still older than my parents are now, and she's in the Senate, so like I said, early 2000s, should have retired, and And look, you know, I'm not going to make it trash on the dead senator hour, um, but when you stay in office for that long, you know, well past how long you
2: should have stayed in office, then, you know, I'm not going to look favorably on you. Uh, when you die. Because you should have left office a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Let me see if I can find the picture. Or not the picture, the tweet. Ethan from H3 actually had a pretty good tweet about it. Um, he said, Diane Feinstein should have stepped aside for the younger generation two decades ago. Instead, she pathetically clanged to power and obstructed progress. What happened to planting trees that you will never sit under? Dude, she's planted the whole goddamn forest that she was allowed to then hunt in. Like, that's how old she was when she died and how long she was in the Senate. (laughs) Dude, a a whole fucking ecosystem grew and she still visited. Like... She was still in and out of that forest. You know, this isn't even like a matter of like, oh, I set the stage. I was in the Senate for like 10 or 15 years, maybe even 20 if I'm pushing it. And I stepped down and let somebody else from my party uh, take my place. Or I I didn't run for re-election and allowed someone else from my party to take my place and I endorsed them. That's what you should be doing if you're in office and you are getting old Retire and spend time with your children or your grandchildren or your family or just retire in general. She uh, stayed in office well past when she should have. Why is Radiohead trending? Um. So the rest of his tweet, fuck her and fuck RBG and fuck any other geriatric piece of shit that puts their own ego, self-interest, and desperate hold on power above progress. Pass the baton, and I'll honor your legacy. Until then, just retire and get the hell out of the way. So, uh, and you know the other thing about RBG, Ruth Bader uh, Ruth Bader uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, that's the other thing. Her staying on the Supreme Court for as long as she did screwed us. If she had retired early in the Obama administration, um, they could have replaced her with someone who was going to live long enough. To not see Roe v. Wade overturned. She is solely the reason why Roe v. Wade was overturned because she waited too long to retire and by that point it was too late and she died in the last uh, few months of the Trump administration. So I don't even have much to say about that one. I mean, that one's obvious. Like, for as much good as. Um, both of these people did. I mean, arguably RBG was way worse because her death was so uh, demonstrably poorly timed that it has had ripple effects across this country. It has made this country a worse place as she died when she did in the position that she was in when she died. Like if she was not on the court and died in, uh, in the time that she did, whatever, like honor her, whatever you're going to do. It's the fact that she died on the court, on the most uh, powerful court in the country, under a Republican president, under a Republican majority in the Senate. He was then able to appoint some some person that he already knew from the past who was part of these right-wing think tanks, from the Federalist, uh, society, and They're called the Federalist Society, right? I don't remember. They're called the Federalist something. And he chose her and put her on the court like as quickly as he possibly could. The election was already over. He had already lost. And they basically did uh, a complete opposite of what they did to Obama. They pushed her through that committee as fast as they could, ran the vote, and put her on the court. Because she was on the court, And they didn't wait for Biden to be president to replace uh, her with a Democrat or a left-leaning judge. Because of that, uh, people are dying and people are having their lives ruined because of uh, that ripple effect on the Roe v. Wade decision. And on plenty of other decisions, too. Didn't they make um, a decision on, like, filming the police or something and whether or not it's a First Amendment right? Right. I might be misremembering that. I might be thinking of a law that was passed in a state uh, that said something about, like, you have to be a certain amount of feet away, and which, you know, there's a loophole there where cops can just approach you um, and completely make it illegal, quote-unquote, for you to film police. Complete First Amendment violation is that law. Um, but, yeah, her death had, like, irreparable... Repercussions on this uh, country. Okay, why is radio... Yeah, Dianne Feinstein... Um, she wasn't holding a very important seat, I guess. So, like, really all it is is... All it is with her death is that it, it should have been... She should have retired way sooner. That's, like, the biggest critique. You know, Gavin Newsom is the governor so like he's just gonna replace her with another liberal dem and it's it's whatever but
2: um you know
0: it's fine it's not like her vacating her seat due to an untimely death it's not like untimely we knew she was gonna die soon it's not like a republican is gonna take her place gavin newsom wouldn't ever replace her with a republican like, let's say, for instance, a Republican was running the state of California. She would have done the exact same thing uh, RBG RB, uh, did. Is there a Democratic majority in the Senate, like 51 to 49 still? Or is it um, 50 to 50 now because of Pearson Cinema?
2: Is it still that? I'm not sure. Senate.gov. Hey, I don't want the history of the damn Congress. There are...
0: Oof. Slim majority. There's 48 Democrats, 49 Republicans, and 3 Independents. I guess all three swing Democrat. Oof. That's a... yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, that's a bit of a yikes.
0: But um like if it was a 50-50 split and there was a Republican governor, then yeah, it would have been a, a shit show. One interesting thing is I don't think uh that guy that did he? Senators from California. Only Alex Padilla, I'm pretty sure is I think
2: he's the only one. California. i guess they I
0: guess they aren't on top of the on top of their website. This is like a super political episode um when's his reelection
2: Um, he was reelected in twenty twenty two right was he
0: Yada, yada, yada. Did he have to win an election? Man, I don't care. Yeah, he did. Okay. Damn. If she had died before the re-election, uh, or before the election, then um, he could have... Uh, uh, him and whoever replaced her uh, would have been two unelected senators in California. That would have been pretty interesting. It would have been a... Uh, like a Gerald Ford situation. Never elected by the people, but they both represent California. Um, I guess, yeah, he won a 2022 reelection campaign. I was just curious. It's just a little bit of a rabbit hole. I was just curious. He's the one who replaced uh, Kamala Harris when she became the vice president. So I was just curious. I know Diane Feinstein's up for reelection next year or she was so she will um i guess be replaced obviously like someone will fill her seat and then they will be running for re-election next year because they're just filling out the rest of her term so i'm interested i'm interested to see who he picks um i wonder if it's already it might have already been too soon like it might be too soon so far Dianne Feinstein. I want to know who they think is going to replace Diane Feinstein. This is a challenging decision. Okay, it looks like he has not replaced her. Of course, Fox News is uh, fanning the flames of... Or trying to stoke a fire, I mean. By writing a reactionary headline three weeks ago, too. <laughs> what? Rep Barbara Lee, who's running to Phil Feinstein's spot, criticized the government's thinking.
2: What? Who's he saying he's going to replace her with, though?
0: He's not going to pick any. Oh, he said he's going to pick. He's not going to pick any of the current candidates running to replace her as the interim appointee. However, much of the chagrin of Representative Barbara Lee, uh, who has been widely considered Newsom's top pick for the role. I don't want to get involved in the primary. Wait, so he's not going to choose her, and she's not happy with that? I don't believe anything this article says So this Fox News, so I'm going to be very skeptical um she said i'm troubled by the governor's remarks she wrote the idea that a black woman should be appointed as uh only as a caretaker to simply check a box huh who said this she lashed out at Newsom on twitter (laughs) who've carried the democratic party to victory uh to victory election after election what is what Oh, because he said he pledged earlier in his tenure that the next appointment to the Senate would be a black woman. Lee fits the bill, but now she has been disqualified thanks to the governor's pledge not to pick a current candidate. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck is this article? Because he's not not picking that specific black woman. They're saying that he's not going to pick any... Black woman? If he if he fills the seat, that person's probably not gonna run for reelection. And then Barbara Lee can run for the election, win, and then there you go. I I don't understand the point of, I mean, I know the point of this article, it's to further the culture war and the anger Democrats and create infighting. It's, the, it's foxnews.com, like, let's be real. But, like, what a fucking stupid article. <laughs> like, okay, he's just going to pick a different black woman. Also, I think it's really weird for white politicians to openly say once they enter office, hey, guys, guarantee I'm appointing... Black woman. Like, that's really weird. I thought it was weird when Biden said it too. And he's like, I'm appointing 100% a black woman to the Supreme Court if a vacancy is open. Like, if there is a vacancy on the court. And when he said that, I was like, that's weird that you're saying that. Just do it. Don't. Because I feel like it pisses off the Republicans and gives them ammo to use against the Democrats. If you're going to do that, just do it. Don't say you're going to do it. Because then you're giving them a reason to get all pissy. If you're going to do it, don't say anything. And then when someone dies or retires from the court, just go, All right, I'm appointing Ketanji Brown-Jackson. And then watch them go, Um... And then let them spew out their garbage. They look stupid. And then you... You know, when you're court appointee. I don't know, I just feel like... Maybe don't like pre-announce it. It makes it seem really off. That you're only doing it... You're only picking that person for that reason. That's what it makes it look like. And... I feel like they should just not say anything.
2: And... You know...
0: Just do it. I don't know. Is that such a weird take that they shouldn't be like pre-announcing? I'm going to pick someone who's specifically a black woman, no matter who they are. I'm just going to pick one and appoint them. I feel like it should be more of a, I'm not going to say anything about this, but oh, a vacancy's open. I'm appointing this very qualified uh person who happens to be a black woman. I feel like that should be how they go about it. Gavin Newsom shouldn't be like I'm specifically appointing a black woman to the Senate. It should just be oh, there's a vacancy now. I'm appointing insert name. Oh, and they happen to be a woman who is black. I feel like that should just be how it is. You shouldn't make like a big a big thing out of it. Like it just seems like you're really grasping at that liberal vote. Of those, like, really annoying, petulant libs that are, like, that are, like, oh, man, he's doing the... It's all, like, the white libs, too. They're, like, yo, look, he's being diverse. Just do it, dude. I would respect them way more if they just did it. That's, like, actual progressive diversity when they just do that naturally, you know. And uh, they happen to be white, so it makes it a little bit more, like, oh, you did this. Cool. (laughs) I don't know. Let me move on from that topic. That's like my hot take about um, pre-announcing that you're picking a specific candidate based off of those two criteria. It just seems very off. See, so yeah, I guess he hasn't picked a replacement. Alright, that's my um, <laughs> tangent about the death of Dianne Feinstein. It's just weird to me that she was literally voting Yesterday. You know, and then she literally dies a few hours later. That's just insane to me. No one should be in the Senate voting and be that close to no, to a natural
2: death. So anywho, um...
0: I've already talked about politics so much. Uh, actually, you know what? I want to show this clip. This is such a hard watch. <laughs> this is such a hard watch. To vote
1: yes on the Green New Deal. Oh, please. Okay, I'll tell you what.
0: So these kids are um asking her to vote yes on the Green New Deal. This is such a hard watch
1: you to vote yes on the Green New Deal. Please. Okay, I'll tell you what. We have our own Green New Deal. Some scientists have said that we have 12 years to turn this around. Well, it's not going to get turned around in th- 10 years. What we can do Senator, is just Senator, if this doesn't get turned around in 10 years, you're looking at the faces of the people who are going to be yeah, living with these consequences. consequences. The government and, is supposed to be for the people and by the people and... You know what's interesting about this group is I've been doing
0: this for 30 years. She's like, fuck them kids, dude. <laughs> dude, it's I, so weird. She's like talking to children and she's like, I'll have you know this 11-year-old. My ass has been doing this longer than you've been alive. I think I know what I'm doing. Doesn't she? Li- yeah, she literally says that. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> It's um it's so alarming because and I know what Green New Deal she's talking about. I agree with the actual Green New Deal, the one that AOC supports. Um, so it's just wild to me hearing this, like stuck in the past liberal Democrat being like, "We have our own Green New Deal. We are going to continue fracking and continue burning coal and producing oil, um, while at the same time putting a couple solar panels here and there." That's literally their Green New Deal, is like, why can't we do both?
1: I know what I'm doing. You come in here, and you say it has to be my way or the highway. I don't respond to that.
0: <laughs> These kids are like really pressuring her, dude. These kids put a, a gun to her head. Look at that boomstick or poster or whatever that is. They're threatening her, dude. They're like, you have to do this, or I'm gonna fucking kill you that's what these like 11 year olds are saying to her she thinks wasn't she like already out the door mentally at this point you know like I'm pretty sure she was already like she was already you know long gone or she was on the way to it so I mean I guess I'm not too shocked that she was basically telling these kids fuck you I know what I'm doing
1: I've gotten elected. I just ran. I was elected.
0: Okay, so this would have been around 2018.
1: Elected by almost a million vote plurality.
0: They don't care.
1: And I know what I'm doing. So, you know, maybe people should listen a little bit. I hear what you're saying, but we're the people who voted you. You're supposed to listen to us. That's your job. How old are you? I'm 16. I can't vote. you didn't vote vote for me. (laughs)
0: Oh, i haven't seen the full clips so i'm blind reacting to the second half dude <laughs> We're, well none of you voted for me 11 year old 16 year old children that's such a wild ass thing to say dude why is she doing that in this clip why is she being like this this is so weird right well, you didn't vote for me. Yeah, but she like represents what the 7 million other motherfuckers uh think. Like does that not matter? She's saying what the other Democrats who voted for Diane Feinstein think. What is their counter? They're saying, "Well, she voted for you, I assume the woman" I, mean, I Well, can't you didn't vote, vote for me. Well,
1: she, she for, it I doesn't matter. We're well, the ones who are impacted. It, it, it doesn't do matter. We're going to be the ones who are impacted. Yeah. Literally. I, I understand that. Right. I have seven grandchildren. I understand it very well. Senator, the cost of and not taking this action is far higher than the mm. cost of what the Green New Deal will be. And there is enormous popularity for this bill around the whole country. And we're asking you to be brave and do this for us and for your grandchildren.
0: Wow, what a brave person to, like, stand up to a, a sitting senator like that. That's crazy that she had the balls to do that. That's awesome. I love that. She's like and she's like not letting her cut her off either she's like no nah, let me finish <laughs> she's not wrong either did the most solar panels i've seen around here i've seen solar panels on one house around where i live like and when i saw them i was shocked i was like no way someone has solar panels uh rigged to their house that's crazy and that's that's not even really what the Green New Deal is about. The Green New Deal is like transitioning uh, coal and mining jobs and oil refinery jobs and all these jobs that have to do with these emission burning, horrible for the environment industries, taking those jobs and the people that work them and transitioning them to uh, clean energy jobs. So like training them and employing them at factories that make like solar panels and Uh, Create the windmills for wind farms and do the maintenance on those windmills and, you know, hydro dams and stuff like that stuff that like solar panels and um, even transitioning to like nuclear energy, all this clean energy that is way better for the environment uh, compared to coal and oil and all that. And it's basically taking the people that do these jobs and transitioning them into these uh, different jobs. That way they're not losing their houses, they're not losing their cars, their income, any of it. you know. And they're being trained to do these new jobs. It's I keep hitting the microphone arm. Uh, they're basically being trained to take over these new jobs that are replacing their old ones. That way no one loses in this situation. Everyone wins. People working the jobs win because they get to keep their income. The people who are growing up in this country and around the world are getting to... Be reassured that they're not going to be like gasping for air at the age of 70. They're not going to be burning to death at the age of 50. That's what the Green New Deal does. And in the long run, you know, in the short term, yes, it's a little costly. In the long term, it saves us a ton of money. It's worth it. And the only reason to say no to it is if you're being paid by an oil company. Or if you're listening to the people being paid by an oil company, that's the only reason not to like the bill. Or if you're some like annoying us econ major (laughs) who like thinks they know what they're talking about. They're at, they're at the top of the graph Uh, Isn't that called the Dunning Kruger scale. Let me see if I'm right on that. (laughs) Isn't that what it is? It's the graph that shows like confidence to uh, knowledge. Dunning-Kruger effect, right? Might be wrong. Cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities. Yeah, it's like econ majors that are like, I'm a really good economist, and this is going to be horrible for our country. And then eventually when they dip into the, the middle of that graph, they're like, fuck, I might be wrong. And then when they get back up here, they're advocating for the bill. So... Those are the only people that disagree with this bill. Here, let me finish the clip.
1: Get enough. Okay. I'm trying to do the best I can, which was to write a responsible resolution. Any plan that, that doesn't has, take bold, okay. transformative okay. action is not going to be what we need. We need well, you know better than I do. Why so, I think one day you, you should resolution? run for the Senate.
0: That's such a snarky ass thing to say. I hope this woman does run for the Senate. The one arguing with her, maybe we'd actually get some shit done. You know what I mean? Even that Gen Z guy in the Senate, dude's already fucking up. What's his name again? I'll look up his name after the clip is over if I remember, but he, like, I'll talk about him after the clip.
1: Great. I'll you do it your you. way. But by we that time, time, in the meantime, by that time, there's going to be just, a big problem. I just we have want a, letter a big for
0: you. <laughs> we have a letter for you. I guess that's what that big ass piece of paper was. Um what's who's the Gen Z guy in the house? <laughs> house of Representatives. What's his name? Maxwell Frost. Yeah, like the fucking supervillain name. 25-year-old Florida Democrat. Um doesn't he he represents Miami-Dade, I think, right? That's the only Democratic district I can really think of off the top of my head. What what does he represent? without supporting It was vacated by a representative that was trying to unseat Marco Rubio in the Senate. What a dumbass Florida District ten um He had something to do with the Parkland organizing in the Civil Liberties Union. I'm just reading it off now. What What's Florida's 10th congressional district? Oh, it's Orlando. <laughs> so, Maxwell Frost, I know he is somewhat progressive, but he has liberal tendencies. I know he's um, an advocate for um, gun laws. He's... What is he? He's passionate about gun reform, often referring to Gen Z as the school shooter generation. Not a bad moniker to... I mean, it is pretty bad, but it's not, like, totally inaccurate. Um, he's been an activist since Sandy Hook. Dude, he would have been 15. 14 or 15. Yeah, 15. When Sandy Hook happened. I mean, I guess start him young. I'm not that much older than he would have been at the time, and I'm not that much younger than him either. Um just old enough to serve in the house five years younger than he has to be to serve in the Senate 10 years younger than he would need to be to be the president. Um, I know he's fairly progressive, but I know that he's slacking on his Israel takes. Um, he's I believe pro Israel, but who isn't in the Senate or in the house? I mean, backed by Palestinian organizers. And then I believe then he came out as pro-Israel. Oh, he's both. Interesting. That's like saying you're pro-Nazi and pro-Jews. Uh, That's a little bit of an extreme example, but it's it's a lot more nuanced than that. Israel is like an authoritarian, far-right... Uh, um apartheid state so you know it's a little alarming hearing Maxwell Frost is pro-Israel but whatever Um, I believe though he is very progressive in all of his other views but I, I was saying that because I hope the woman in that video who I believe would probably be if she's old enough to vote in that video she might be old enough to run for the house either now or soon And eventually she'll be able to run for the Senate. I'm assuming her age. And you know, I hope she does. I hope she does run. If she's willing to stand up to Diane Feinstein like that, then yeah, I hope she does actually run for the Senate. What a crazy ass episode. Forty minutes of me staying on one topic. That's crazy. And only minor technical issues. Um, briefly, I will touch on this. I recently got a community guidelines warning... For an... Ancient-ass video. One that I just straight-up deleted. I... Uh, I didn't even bother to preserve it. But... Um, I was just shocked. I like saw that I got a community guidelines uh, warning... And I was like, what the fuck... I watched the whole video there's nothing in it that I found that was hate speech I guess I mean I literally don't know what could have been misconstrued as hate speech because I even filed an appeal and they like immediately rejected it but it's whatever it's gone now the video is deleted I took the training it's gonna go away in three months it's whatever I, I don't care but now that's made me go back and like mark every video with a disclaimer hoping that does something um and then i guess in the future i'll go through and archive and then delete some of the videos that i think are a little bit more iffy on the community guidelines um i already went through and deleted like 5 so just based on the titles alone um and private videos can get dinged with it too so i just went ahead and said it would be safer if i just started deleting stuff so Um yeah. So that was um my fun Friday morning. I think it was Friday. Yeah. That was my fun Friday morning was having to deal with a community guidelines warning. Thankfully it was a warning. I've never gotten a community guidelines strike before. The worst I've gotten is a age restriction which isn't really a a guidelines warning or strike or anything. So the warning came because I had never gotten a strike before for community guidelines. Have I gotten a community guidelines strike like a long time ago? I wonder, actually. Have I? Let me check my email and see if I have...
2: Strike. Um.
0: Let's see, they age restricted something on my second channel. They did the warning recently.
2: More age restriction. Uh, I don't see anything. Your video has been removed from YouTube.
0: Let's see, what channel was that on? <laughs> that was in 2018. Okay, I kind of see why I would have gotten a <laughs> removal on that. Uh, Yeah, that, that's my only community guidelines strike.
2: Wow. Huh.
0: This is your first strike applied to your account. Uh, That's why strikes don't last forever. It'll expire in three months. Cool. So technically I have gotten a, a strike. I guess this is my first strike since they've updated the community guidelines. Plus it was for a rule that they added not that long ago that didn't exist when I got this strike. So I guess that's why I got a warning this time. But yeah, I've gotten an actual strike before. Interesting. And there were no... Oh, it's important to remember that additional strikes could prevent you. Yeah, so back then there were no penalties to uploading after a strike. But if I were to get a strike right now, I can't upload anything on any of my channels and I can't um, live stream on any of my channels. So I would have to halt all of that. So the episode that came out um, on October 1st would have been like it would have terminated me basically if it was a strike I would have had to delay that episode to come out like probably Friday yeah Friday or Saturday that's weird that uh I've gotten a strike before it was on like some stupid bullshit video probably for the title alone so anyways let me talk about my hoodie dude I've been wearing this a lot now because it's been getting colder where I live. And I love this hoodie. I wore it to my mom's house this weekend. And I wore it on our hike. And before that, I wore it to the store. I love wearing this hoodie, and there's a reason why. So, first of all, it is a fully white hoodie. I will show it. It's a fully white hoodie from Teddy Fresh. See, fully white. And... Um, I do love this hoodie, but not, you know, it might look kind of plain, a little boring, but there's a big reason why I love this hoodie. Um, one, it's really comfortable, but you know, this sounds like an ad Two, it was super cheap. I financed it (laughs) despite it being cheap. I financed it because I bought it with other stuff. But, um, the main reason I, I like it is because of this, the hood has bear ears. I love the hood on this thing. I'll literally put the hood on and wear it inside of a store because of the bear ears. I love this shit.
2: <laughs> um.
0: But yeah, I love this hoodie. And I bought it with a, a white shirt, just a plain white teddy for a shirt. And I bought it with the beanie that I wear sometimes. The brown bear ear beanie. This one also has bear ears. I don't know why I'm obsessed with their stuff that has bear ears. I think I just really like the concept of it. Me. The reason why I took a big pause there is because I
2: was screenshotting it for a possible thumbnail. Maybe I'll do like
0: a clip. I always misalign the, the TF logo. Anyway, this is the this is the bear beanie.
2: Has little ears on it. Love it. I bought it with the hoodie, so I have the double bear ear. So yeah. I love this beanie dude. I also love this hoodie. Another thing
0: I can show off. So, I went to a concert recently, and I got uh, an Aviana vinyl. It's, um, it's in the crate. I mean, I'm not going to show it. It's just of one of their albums. It's still in the plastic. But I also got this uh, beanie for Throne.
2: It's white with red text.
0: I really wanted this. I think this is. Ooh, I think this is sick. Having a white beanie with red text like that. Completely fuck my hair. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love this beanie. Um, here, I wonder if the, no, the red's not going to show up any better on that. But I got it specifically because it's red with white. So, I thought it was sick. And yeah, um, I figured I'd show off this hoodie. I really like it because of the bear ears, and I figured I'd also show off the beanie while I was over there, uh, the concert beanie. But yeah, this hoodie has little bear ears, man, and also has these like super industrial-looking uh pieces of metal on the end of the strings and they say Teddy Fresh on them. This is not even an ad. I just wanted to talk about this hoodie. I think it's really comfortable. It's also super cheap. It's probably the most high quality cheap hoodie I've bought. Um I've bought other hoodies for this similar price and um this is definitely the the best one I own for that price. Um I also have one of the expensive Teddy Fresh hoodies that's in my closet. I've worn it on the podcast before. Let me just go ahead and pull it up. Need a reference.
2: <laughs> I've worn it on here before.
0: Isn't it when I was... Nope, not when I was six. It's when I was talking about Twitter. Almost a whole ass year ago. Um. Still by myself. There we go. Look at that. This is my other Teddy Fresh hoodie. Super comfortable. It's super thick.
2: <sighs> Damn. I was talking about Twitter in November of last year. That's almost a full year ago. Do I have any other... Yeah, I also have
0: that uh, Bad Owens hoodie in there. That's pretty. I think that's a pretty cool hoodie. Anyway, um, that's enough about my clothing. I can't believe I talked about politics for that long on here. I usually I try to steer clear of uh politics on this podcast because I don't like the uh blowback. I don't like dealing with people in the comments. I've uploaded political videos before. Like clips and stuff, like the Mike Lindell one, and it always just It's always just like pissing me off because all the comments are like dumbass 15-year-old right-wingers that watch the Daily Wire that are like, oh, but, but like, what about, uh, uh, and it's like shit that's not real or doesn't exist. Usually I end up wiping those comments out uh, because uh, they're super annoying and they're not intelligent and they're not based in any reality or fact. Um, so I can't really argue against them if they're like dumb. It's like if somebody was like, what do you think about, yeah, but what, what are the Democrats going to do about the Candyman coming back and attacking our, our candy supply. I'd be like, "What the fuck are you?" That, that's my whole response. Is what the fuck are you talking about? There's no legit response to that. So when they're coming in there and they're like, "Uh, I think one guy," said on my Mitch McConnell episode where I happen to talk about Diane Feinstein as well. They were like, "Wow," just like basically saying the whole "we go high and they go low" type shit. And I'm like, "God, you are the most annoying kind of person." These people are horrible people. <laughs> like, I have no sympathy for these people. Judging from how this whole episode, where I've talked about Diane Feinstein, has been very negative about her, goes to show how horrible she was, that I'm willing to speak ill of a dead person like this. You know? Um, speaking of that, I was actually going to talk about that. Um, I had, like, a funny theory uh, So t- today, Jimmy Carter turned 99, which is insane. I, I would want him to live to 100, because that'd be sick if a former president lived to be triple digits. That would be kind of fucking awesome. And it would also be really interesting if he made it to that. I mean, it'd be interesting even now if he died, but if he died at like 100 even, it would then be like, damn... Even Joe Biden won't even make it that far. And he's in like his 80s. He's like 81 or something. 80 or 81. But so speaking of Biden and Carter, um, I had a funny kind of interesting theory of like, is there a correlation between the amount of humanitarian work you do and how long you live? Because think about it, right? biden's like deteriorating as we speak he he did the crime bill he's like he kind of publicly ruined the train union uh debacle and then like quietly behind closed doors fixed it um, by giving them some of what they wanted he um
2: there's a ton of other stuff
0: that i can't think of He he's done a few horrible things Um, I know there's one involving the woman that had to do with uh, Clarence Thomas. I know there's one involving that. I don't remember her name. I don't remember the details. But, like, he's done a lot of horrible things. And he's been not really fulfilling his campaign promises, like the student loan thing and all of that. And watch him. He's slowly, mentally deteriorating and declining. He will probably... I've predicted it before. He'll either die before this term is over or he'll die in the next term. If he makes it out of this term... And doesn't get reelected, Or makes it out of his second term. And he's still alive. I will be shocked. Um, But like Carter's been doing humanitarian work for years. Doing all these great things. Granted he did a lot of horrible things while he was in office. Um, He was a pretty not so great president. But he did a lot of good things after he left office. So is that why his life was prolonged so far? you know what i'm talking about it kind of relates to also like mitch mcconnell like mitch mcconnell seeing the embodiment of death in the back of every crowd he speaks to now of like every press crowd because he's done it a second time i think i showed it i don't actually know if i talked about it mitch mcconnell
2: freezing again how did it look it up in my history
0: stop I don't think I even talked about it, where he had another incident of just freezing up. You know what, I might have talked about it, because this was a month ago.
2: Did I? (laughs) I wonder if I did. I would have talked about it in this episode, right? Did I? No? I talk about it in this. No.
0: I talk about it in this. So I... No. Did I not talk about it at all? No! I didn't talk about it at all. Okay, now I gotta play it. Is this just the footage? Please tell me it is.
1: Thoughts about what running for re-election in 2026
0: oh. Yeah, they ask him about running for re-election. If this isn't the best answer he could have gave, I don't know what is. Does that look like the face of a man who's even going to make it to re-election? Did
1: you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? Yes. Right, at, at least, least all, she got... got Okay, so
0: last time he did this, I counted and it was like almost 30 seconds of just like all of his advisors being like what's going on and then they noticed that he froze up it was like 20 or 30 seconds at least she got to him kind of fast <laughs> that's like the one difference between this one and the one before it
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay Somebody else have a question? Please <laughs> speak up.
0: <laughs> Doesn't she also try to pass it off like he just can't hear them? I think that's what she does in that clip. She's like, You got to speak up for the senator. Yeah. I, I like, do
2: intend to file a motion uh, to vacate against <sighs> Speaker McCarthy this week. I think we need to. This re-
0: Damn, I didn't even know that. Is that breaking news? When did that break? Hold the phone. At 106? That was earlier today?
2: No way. Rip off the band-aid. I think um, we need to move on with new leadership that can be trustworthy. Look, the one thing everybody no has way. in common is that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. He lied to Biden. He lied to House conservatives. The only way... Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House at the end of this coming week is if Democrats bail him out. Now, they probably will. I actually think that when you believe in nothing, as Kevin McCarthy does, everything's negotiable. Okay.
0: Wow. I didn't know he said that. Awesome. Uh, I hate Matt Gates, but, like, that's kind of funny. I love Republican infighting. I hate Matt Gates, but I love Republican infighting. I was so ready to just wrap that up and then it swapped to like a good clip. Okay, CNN, I see you. Swapped to like a good clip where I was actually interested. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Matt Gates was kind of spitting there. The only problem with that is that like if they oust McCarthy, you know they're going to want to replace him with someone even worse. It's either going to be like Marjorie Taylor Greene who is already in McCarthy's ear 24-7 or Matt Gates is gonna wanna run for speaker. Man, that'd be crazy if they ousted Kevin McCarthy. I mean, he's just such a lame not lame in like the political sense, like he's just a fucking loser. He literally gets nothing done in the house. It's leading to a government shutdown. Isn't there like always almost a government shutdown around this time of year though? I feel like I, I've heard about it every year for like the last 10 years. Oh, there's going to be a government shutdown. Figure it out. y'all. Lit- it's literally y'all's only job is to budget this shit. <laughs> Just figure it out. Anyways, that's the end of the episode. I uh, will be back. I guess next week. I need to stop doing these episodes a week beforehand. I need to start doing them like a few days beforehand, because uh, all of this political stuff will be a little outdated by the time this comes out. So maybe I'll I'll schedule this episode for the end of the week. So,
2: all right, that's the whole episode. I'll uh, I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye-bye.